0: Hey NFR me and to those of you that are new welcome to know for real the podcast come hang out with me as I host everyday conversations about uni, faith and relationships without sugarcoating I'll offer a fresh perspective on the raw realities of growing up in this generation I don't have all the answers because just like the rest of you I'm still in the process of navigating this journey we call life. Hey guys welcome back to NFR the podcast today I have a guest with me her name is Ivy she's actually my cousin she lives in the UK and Ivy can go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: Say hi I'm Melody's cousin Ivy i'm 21 by the way um yeah so i live in the UK, uk southeast i'm representing you know the youths out there i'm currently well finally a final year student technically graduated let's say the least but yeah so much to say about me i'm not fascinating
0: yeah so ivy's going to be here with us today she's going to be talking about her experiences with undergrad um, how she feels about postgrad since she's graduating and honestly, anything else that comes up along the way. So I guess this is funny because we actually like recorded, but it's technical difficulties. <laughs> so you can just tell us about what made you go into uh, psych and your experiences with undergrad again.
1: <laughs> okay, so I went into psych to wasn't my first choice but I went into psych to get because it's a very diverse degree what they tell you is very di- diverse because you learn different things obviously the main thing is psychology mm-hmm. um in terms of how I found it like my first year I would say it was fun but for me it was kind of like I didn't take it seriously mm-hmm. I don't want my mom, my mom to hear this but I did not take it seriously <laughs> because it was going around like in the UK but the grades it's like ten percent your first year it's twenty percent your second year and then seventy percent your third year. So it's kind of like your your first year doesn't really count because it doesn't go towards your grades. like so I didn't take it seriously, but I did okay. I found it fun, you know, getting in that habit of writing essays, studying and everything. and then obviously second year came. So half of my second year was actually I hated it. I just, I think for me, what I realised is that I don't like doing exams. I don't like doing coursework. I'm more of a practical girl and psychology is very academic. So it was a hate and love relationship. I had some modules that I loved. I had some modules that I hated. And then how it happened? The pandemic happened and it wasn't fun. It was fun because all the exams got changed to coursework but doing your third year and a half of your second year in a pandemic, it was not fun to like, to do. It wasn't, I'm not gonna lie. I'm like, I, 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 could, I could lie and say, yeah, I had, I had tons of coursework. I could sleep late, you no know, lectures. But I think one thing I realized with my third year is that, or my undergrad is that I actually would have preferred to actually do everything in uni and go to lectures. Even though I hated waking up in the morning, I would actually prefer that and have that interaction with my friends mm. and the lecturers because doing at home, waking up at 9 a.m. to watch a Zoom lecture. <laughs> it
0: you know, what's funny about that. I actually, well, we've talked about this before. I hate going to campus. Like I yeah. like the idea of my class starts and I'm like in my bed, I'm in the comfort mm. of my own house. Like I don't miss commuting and all of that. But I know you said you like actually being on campus.
1: Yeah, cause I, I'm like in the central, my uni was in the central. So I had like the whole like the city vibes and like going to restaurants after uni and like having like, you know, just really enjoying it in the sense. And I, that's, I think that's what I missed because I think when, you, when you're in the third year, everyone tells you it's supposed to be like the most interactive, because you're doing a thesis. Well, over here we do a thesis and you're supposed to be very interactive with your, you know, with your tutor and everything. And I didn't get the chance to do that. So it just felt really, like, I don't know, it felt really, like, long and it felt dragged out. It felt stressful. I didn't get to have that opportunity to do that. So I felt like I'm just waking up to do a thesis online. Mm. It didn't, feel like, do you know I mean? I'm paying nine grand for it, so. I know, tuition doesn't change. It doesn't change so that even pissed me off more because it was like okay I have to produce this amount of work and then pay this amount but then I'm only getting ten percent taught every week yes. so no I didn't know I would prefer to go in to lectures. Lectures. I would prefer yeah I'm even, the- even really you, I'm you the opposite no, wow. I
0: hate I hate. I felt like so when I was going to school, because I spent like, let's say, this is a typical day for me. Wake up at 5 30, catch the train at 6 40 in the morning, get to wow. school by 8 30. Class starts at nine. My classes are back to back, 9 till 4. Then the next train comes at 4 30 ish, 4 35. Get home 6 30. Oh, so get home six thirty, then I have to shower, eat. You know, after a long day of school, like classes back to back from nine yeah. to four, you would like to like sleep, but I can't. Like I have to eat and then get back to doing my homework. But from the time I'm like, let's say from eight until really eleven o'clock or twelve o'clock is all I have to do my homework. And the next morning I have to do it again. So I felt like I wasn't learning. I think this is the year I actually learned the most being online
1: okay i think i i agree in that sense that i learned the most from being online because no one was going to teach it to you after yeah. Zoom you have to do you have to learn it on your own you or do. you don't do anything but in terms of going to like experiencing uni i would prefer to go to lectures because even if i, I hated the, i hated the commute i hated waking up but just seeing your friends you know even seeing your friends like saying oh hi yeah like, sitting in that lecture even if you didn't really pay attention you had your friends there you had something to talk about you mm-hmm. know like in the zoom lecture you just sit down and listen and take notes that's it you can't really interact they yeah, that's something. the only yeah.
0: thing like when you're stuck and you're at home like you can't turn to anyone and be like oh my gosh like does anyone know what's going on Because you're at home by yourself, like going through it. But I learned, honestly, Mm -hmm. even undergrad, I think, because I'm still going into my fourth year now, but I would definitely say most of the degree, I taught it to myself. I think not most of it. I taught the entire, every single course, physics, from physics, calculus, I taught it to myself. I didn't benefit from like going to
1: class. Oh, so you really didn't. I think, oh, wow. That's, that's that's pretty strange because I think I think he, I think I did kind of benefit in the terms of like doing stats because that's something you have to learn from your professor because then you won't you won't learn. Stats um, is
0: different for me. I had to teach that one to myself.
1: Really? Yeah. Oh, I- no. oh no, no. No. I had to learn stats from my I actually had to learn it because we had workshops and we had like one to ones so that we actually learned every, like, thing about it with the professor Because if I had to do it by myself, I think I would have cried. I would have dropped out just because of that, because it's the most hardest thing in the world. I think...
0: Oh, so you guys get one-on-ones? We got got one-on-ones. Very rarely. I like the school system over there. I don't like it here. Really? I like it way better over there. I think over there, it makes
1: sense. It makes a lot of sense, in my opinion. I think here is, like, I think they try to help you the most they can because it's like if you just come for two or one lectures a week and then go and do independent learning it's not like you're learning but you're not really going to get like a real or concept of what you're going to do in the exam or the coursework. but like yeah for stats for example you would have like obviously you had the coursework and they have the lab report but they would also give you like maybe two or one lectures extra workshop and then if you if you needed it you could get like a one-to-one just to like you know really understand after hours as well so it's really helpful but in terms of like everything else like let's say child psychology or like like what's called I was one that actually did have to teach myself I can't remember but it was during my third year yeah forensic it was forensic psychology and because it's one of the things where you have a tutor who doesn't want to help you or she's trying to help you but because it's a pandemic she can't do the much and then you have to actually sit down look for research papers that are not even available online and just have to make the most out of it. So I think I'm 50-50. I don't know.
0: 50-50. No, I I'm I... very anti going to school. I've even, I'm looking at um, post-grad programs and the ones I like are online. Like I'm very oh. much online. <laughs> I'm oh an online. I'm an online type of person. That's it.
1: Oh my God. So you don't want to, you don't want to do like in person, interactive with other No.
0: People. Okay, I think if I lived on campus maybe I would be okay with it. But I don't miss like waking up really, really early, coming back home late, like leaving when it's dark, coming back home when it's dark. I don't miss
1: that. Maybe it's maybe it's the commute you don't like. Yeah. I like, don't put think more. I Maybe like if you're gonna go post grad, go for something that's you know at home. Like not at home, but like you can get accommodation yeah but i think as well with that i feel like people who have accommodation they say they're gonna go to lectures and then they they don't end up going because they're just comfortable from being at home so
0: it was also hard to it's hard to go to lectures from home too because there's so many distractions
1: there's so many there's so many like i i think i was pretty on point with going to my lectures for my undergrad i i would like to say that i was yeah you, I mean,
0: from what I know of you, I think you were very, you went to your lectures. I wasn't I think, one of those.
1: Yeah. I went to my lectures. Well, say, I would say like in 20% of them, I would not actually even do anything. I would just be there <laughs> just go my friends and then just be like looking around or on my phone because yeah, because some lectures, I think with undergrads, they, they, they expect you to do independent learning anyways, but some of them, their slides don't actually have anything on it. So there's not, you can't actually start and take notes. You have to listen. And you when you listen, they speak in jargon and I'm just here for the vibe of just being here. <laughs> I'm paying for it, I need to attend it.
0: So, um, what were some of your interests like outside of uni, outside of psych school?
1: Oh, like hobbies
0: yeah hobbies like things that um let's say let's put it this way if you didn't have to go to like school or something what would you be doing
1: if I didn't have to go to school what would I be doing yeah what would I be doing I think I still would not know but I think if you ask the younger Ivy then she'd probably say a singer yeah <laughs> or, <laughs> which in my household, that's not a thing to do because that's not real. That's not a real career, that's not a real job. But I think if I didn't go to uni now in this headspace, knowing what I know from my experience, I would do something like along media studies or arts. Because I'm just a very practical person, I think. That's what I think uni taught me. My undergrad taught me is that I like being practical and hands-on. I don't like writing. I don't I don't mind it, don't get me wrong. there are some things I've read and I'm like that's really cool to to know know about but I think I would do something creative like arts or media studies because with that you know films like movies I'm obsessed with Marvel comics and everything that so I would love to like done something in that area Mm -hmm. so yeah familiar that
0: okay that's good I think for me I'm more interested in like I don't even think I know what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I know I like talking to people. So this is one of my hobbies. Um, yeah. I like fashion. I like clothes. Mm-hmm. You know, you know what it is? If I didn't have to be in school, I say this to everybody. I yeah. think it would be, if it was like early 2000s or late 90s, I think I would be like a music video girl or a Naomi Campbell, oh. a mod- model. That's what mm-hmm. I would have done. If, really?
1: I, if I didn't have to be in school, I would have done that. You like the fashion, like the model, commercial model, like Naomi. Yeah. I think you just do that now because the thing about modeling now as well is that there's Instagram models, there's TikTok yeah. models, there's different models now. I feel like Naomi is a good one. My I now. really I really love
0: her. I feel like she really, Um, when I think of modeling, I think of her like, I find it so respectable what she's done.
1: Yeah, I think Naomi's like one of the the legends. I feel like of modeling, and I've actually just she doesn't really get a lot of credit for that because I think she deserves
0: it. Like she's worked with Michael Jackson. Like if I could trade, Ooh, face with somebody, cool.
1: I would have I done her job hands but down. To be, to be her in that video, oh. I would. Do. Oh <laughs> my god what I would do to be her in that video. Because I think Naomi as well, I feel like her personality kind of gets in her way because to be honest, she's a bit of a B word because yeah, she's not, She's. I mean like, she doesn't earn that title to be that, but I think maybe because she, she doesn't get the respect she gets in the industry. I, I think, all. Yeah. Because all these IG models and Bella Hadid and the Kendall Jenner they're not real models. They're very pretty. She,
0: her generation is, are the real models. Real like models, her, Kate
1: like, Moss. Oh, like all the Victoria's Secret models, those were models. Everyone after Naomi and Kate Moss and Adriana Lura. Tyra, Tyra Banks. Tyra Banks. They are just, they're just models because they're pretty. Let's be honest. Because I, I don't know if you've seen um, Kendall Jenner, like how walk is so bad. i obviously I don't, I like, hopefully she doesn't hear me say this but it's <laughs> so bad but she's a pretty face she's a pretty face and I remember I think there was even a disagreement between Naomi and Kendall and Bella and Gigi because they were apparently they were they were not giving her the respect that they should be giving her but they were giving it to Bella and um, Kendall the jobs more than to her which is kind of like it's funny because I think yeah, they're pretty, but think about it. Your company wouldn't have been your company if Naomi didn't work for you.
0: Very, very true. And I also think it's because she's also getting older. Like, modeling is something you can only do for so long. Do you believe so- that? I
1: don't, I don't think so. I think she doesn't look old. She can still model.
0: That's true. She doesn't, and I don't know.
1: And makeup as well. Her body is still banging.
0: Yeah, I think she, is. she just
1: had a baby, though, so I wouldn't, I don't know, maybe, maybe she's a bit more bigger or something, but I don't know. I, I she just had
0: a baby, but I don't know if she had it herself. I don't think so, because she's
1: 51. What? She's 51. <laughs> Wait, Naomi's 51? Naomi's, like Naomi's 51. 51.
0: Naomi Campbell's 51. I had to Google it, because I wasn't sure. She
1: what? Oh, my God. I thought she was, like, 40-something. Like, 50. wow. And she's a baby. Yeah. I mean, you never, you never know. People are, like, 16 having babies that's true but maybe was tragic though maybe i maybe i don't know yeah i don't know how she
0: did. i don't know but um, moving forward so you are you're a bit, you're like done so how do you feel about the world of post grad becoming an adult um, mm-hmm. cuz you can also tell them you're taking like a year off what you plan to do in that year off and all that stuff
1: so, yeah, post-grad, the plan was to do go into my post-grad as soon as I finish my undergrad. I think, but obviously I told you that I can't do that because I think I need a break. I know that I want to be 23 with my whole career and everything set out for me, but I think with this pandemic coming into it, I think a lot of people, not just me, what I realise, a lot of people I know in my degree are not doing their... their PhD anymore or doing a master's anymore some of them are literally just going straight into working in like customer service for full time or anything like that because I think for me personally though I just need a break I think taking a break off to get work experience just to find myself to be comfortable stress-free of assignments and revision and studying Mm -hmm. and hopefully go into a year later maybe into doing an undergrad undergrad oh my god (laughs) <laughs> a first grad in speech and language therapy right now is what I'm leaning the most towards and if not that maybe occupational therapy so yeah just hoping to get work experience in either of those mm-hmm. fields to see if I actually do like it because you know reading about it and then hearing from other people their experiences may not be the same as I would like it because yeah so what
0: made you stumble upon that because, or what made you think that you want to do speech language?
1: So speech language, um, it's funny because I actually never, I never actually heard of, of that before. I never knew that there was a such a thing as a speech and language therapist. Mm-hmm. I was actually watching a film mm-hmm. <laughs> and, on Netflix and I heard that. I was like, wait, what? So I went on YouTube and just, you know, like the best way just to see other people, like what they're studying. And there was a girl who was doing undergrad and... She, I think she, she worked on placement and she's working with children. And one thing I always say is that I like working with children. And I just love, I don't know what about them. Like I'm not Peter or anything. I just, it's something like about the way they learn and the way they think that I like.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And with with speech therapy, it lets you work with children and adults. And also it let but I think as time goes along, I can specialize in pediatrics. Mm-hmm. So It let me go towards that as well because I want something as well that's practical because I don't want to just be sitting down at a desk typing up, you know, every morning, nine to five. For me, that's boring. That can't be my life. I'm not (laughs) criticizing anybody who does that. If you do that, good for you. If you love it, good for you. But that would make me so depressed just to come out of uni, just to sit at a desk and just type. I want something where I can be challenged and I can be on my feet think quick and also have actual human interaction not just with a computer although I love being on my laptop and my phone you know
0: yeah that's understandable and then um so your your year off you're going to take that opportunity to work gain experience do you have any fears about like adults I mean I feel like we've kind of been forced into the adulting world anyways I hate it I hate it so much
1: so much like I mean fears I don't know if I have any fears just yeah I think my biggest fear is just not making it or not achieving what I want to achieve mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty basic one because it's just like imagine you could do something and then you go into it and then you don't do good and it's just like what do you do now
0: it's very because- scary I feel like um when you're younger you have the opportunity to like go into something and if it doesn't work like it's not a big deal but now it's kind of like more I don't know it's more serious like even for me like the whole year off thing I'm applying for my postgraduate programs like this upcoming
1: fall wow so you're going straight into it
0: but the thing is it's very very competitive so I'm open to the idea of like I've had to like force myself to understand that if I don't get in then I Mm. would have to take a year off but it's mm-hmm. very scary to think because I don't know what I would do in that year off. I know I can't be sitting at home all day because I would be applying a second round. So I would have to be comfortable. Like, I have to work. I have to work on other things. I have to, like, yeah. I, feel like I have to get myself together because now my parents aren't going to, like, my parents are chill. Like, they'll be okay. They'll understand, mm-hmm. like, I'm working towards trying to get in.
1: Yeah. But it's no, scary.
0: no routine. Like, I, mean,
1: I yeah. It's just scary because I think that's one thing as well. Like, you you say your parents are chill. My mom is like to convince her to let me do the year off because she well. She was like, if you take a year off, what are you going to do? What if they don't accept you into your master's? And then what do you do then? Do nothing because I think that's the thing because with parents, they kind of see, they see all the things that can happen possibly. And that's my fear as well. Because when I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, Oh, uh, yeah, it's just one year. Like, one year goes by like that. Like, look at it. We're already in June, do you know what I mean? So, for me, I was like, it's nothing. I'm going to apply in September. I'm going to be doing it next year. I'm going to be fine. But then I don't think about the what ifs. And I think, for me, that's like, with adulthood, you have, you have to think about, yeah, they might not want you. You might not get in, or you might need to do more and more. And, Jimmy, because I think, as an adult, you you have to have backups you can't be like because as a team you don't really care you think yeah if this fails I can do that if that fails, I can do that if this fails it's fine I have back- other backups um but with adulthood you're getting older the older you get the more not not like unuseful you get but the more the less desirable you get even if you have a degree there there are people that have degrees in mathematics from Cambridge University top university and they're working a nine-to-five job in a supermarket.
0: That is so true. That is so, so true. And it's even the fear of... Um, so going to undergrad, I think applying to undergrad and getting accepted to undergrad is very easy. It's very easy. Yeah, very. I don't even think... I think anyone can get in, but um, undergr- uh, master's programs, postgraduate programs, doctorate programs, those are difficult. So you actually have to accept the what if I don't get in yeah, and
1: then yeah.
0: if, how many times can you really apply like the program I want to apply to it's so competitive I'm thinking okay if I apply the first time I don't get in okay suck it up second time but the second time I now have to think about backup plans so I might have to apply to more than one program mm-hmm. because I'm not going to like take another L and wait uh-huh. another year but it's no. like what else do I really want to do and you have to be open to the idea of or you I don't know. Some people may disagree with this, but Mm. I feel like you have to, okay, I agree with liking what you do, like your career and stuff, but there's also, um, you have to be realistic and you have to be open to doing other things that are going to put food on your table, you know?
1: I I mean... You, yes, you have to be open to other things like could put food on the table. But I think that should be like the last resort because yeah, for sure. you can't do a nine to five just because it puts food on your table. Because imagine you don't end up like, because I think with jobs like that, if you're going to a job from morning to night and then you come home, because food is on the table, but you hate your life, oh. you hate your job. To an extent. That's, to an that's, extent. A, different <laughs> that's a different thing. You can't, you can't, be okay with that I feel like I yeah, know that that's like on um, a different
0: okay so for me not to that extent mm. I wouldn't do something that I absolutely hate just to put food on my table but maybe like the whole thing about like having a backup plan something that I don't absolutely hate yeah, but, yeah. Um, sometimes the thing that you love might not actually be the thing, yeah. the thing but sometimes
1: you. I, I agree with that because I think have a backup plan that you don't necessarily hate, but you also might love because then it's like a 50-50, do you know what I mean? You won't hate it, mm-hmm. it's giving you money, it's good. And then the, the thing that you want to do originally, it has to be something that you like. And one thing I think I stress now from learning from my undergrad is that, I, I will say this, I don't hate psychology. I actually love the things it taught me. There's some things that I love more than others within the degree. But I think one thing that it's taught me is that if I had a chance to go back, I would not do psychology again. I would do something that I think I would like, that I would experience firsthand and then be like, okay, now I'm gonna do this because I actually like it. And one thing I say is that get experience before you do your undergrad, if you can. I think people who take gap years before their undergrad are actually more smarter than the people that don't because unless, unless you know what you're doing, then it's fine. If, if you're before sure, undergrad? So do your grad your your gap year before your undergrad. I agree. Such a smart thing because I think three years of your life is wasted on this degree. And the outcome of it is that you've got the degree now. Now you have to either go something related to degree or do something complete completely opposite. And, and that's the thing
0: I was saying about like our system over here I'm not too familiar with the one in the UK but here right out of high school like they're already like telling you okay so what do you want to do with the rest of the life and the rest of your life and they kind of tell you that you have to know that in grade like 10 or whatever because you take classes in grade 11 and 12 that are going to be related to Mm -hmm. what you're applying to but honestly by the time I got to the last semester of grade 12 i had already applied and accepted the program that I'm in right now which is like biomedical and I already knew I didn't want to do it. Like, but it's like, I already accepted oh my it. My mom has already yeah. paid like um, the de- yeah. the deposit. So I had to go.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. That That's the thing. I feel like a lot of people, I mean, now it doesn't seem to be a problem, but I think back then people just, you were told, okay, you have to know what you want to do, but you weren't told oh what the thing that you want to do is like, how many hours or what, what you need to do to do that. You were never given the details. You just told, you just need to know what you want to do and then go and do it and be done with it. And then you, you will love it when you get there. But the reality is that that's not it. You can't just yeah. think you want to be a doctor, be an artist, whatever, and then think you go to university and you'll just like it because... It's, well, I don't think people are wide like that just to automatically love it because there's an interest in it. I think once you do it, you ha- then you'll know if you like it or not. Mm-hmm. And I think what people need to do is just... It's not a bad thing. Take a gap. Take it's just one year. Take a gap. I Staying think a degree, gap
0: for undergrad is
1: it's so hard. important. It would be
0: more beneficial to take a gap year before your undergrad than before to your undergrad. before your masters because by then yeah. you know what you're doing.
1: Yeah, I think that's what I think that's one thing I realized as well. Like, if I thought like I should have t- I should be taking this, I should have took this gap before I did my my degree. I thought like I would have known then what I wanted to do, and then. If I liked it because even now with speech and language therapy there is an undergrad in speech and language therapy and if I knew about this I would have done it before but I didn't know and I think that's one thing you need to do because I think it's so nice seeing youtubers vlog being a nurse or vlog being what's it called a journalist whatever but then when you actually go and do it you have to ask yourself do you like it and are you the same as that person because that person could have wanted to be doing that for like 10 years of their life. They've been dreaming to be a journalist and now they're there, they love it. You know I, mean? I, I remember I was dreaming to be a midwife since I was, <laughs> I think in year 10 or year 11. That's basically 16 year old. And as soon as I turned 18, I was like, I don't wanna do that. I'd, I don't wanna do that anymore. <laughs> and then jumped into psychology, just thinking, yeah, I'm gonna do whatever, just I'm gonna do a, a degree for the sake of doing a degree. And now I'm just like, I'm taking a gap to figure out what I actually want to do. So I think the smartest thing is just to take a gap, breathe, because you're, you're 18. I don't think you should know what you want to do. I mean, if you do, really props to you for knowing having your life sorted out. But you're 18, you're still a teenager, you just came out of high school. Just relax. Breathe, Get experience, find I yourself. Know, but
0: then we also have to think about the cultural thing. In my family, there was no option to take a gap year after oh. high school. It was like, okay, so you're 18. The next step is university or college or whatever it is. Like, there's no, what are you taking a gap year for? My mom would just assume like, oh, so you don't want to go back to school. Like, <laughs> no, go back to school. <laughs>
1: so I think, oh my God, parents from culture, especially African parents, culture parents, they... They just think university is easy. I, I legit think my mom thinks I just go to school and i just read and I write and that's it. I'm done. I get my degree. I think they think it's so easy to just jump into something and be done with it and yeah. have a life on it, which is not because I don't, because it's not because they've never experienced it themselves. I don't know how they would think that. It's so easy. Maybe because they just see, oh, yeah, you're smart. You're not stupid. Literally, my mom would be like, I, I remember one time, like like two weeks ago, I was crying about my my thesis, and um, my mom was like, "Why are you crying for? Just write, just read. Can't you read? You're not stupid. Just read." I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, "But it's not that simple. It's I'm not." I'm so lucky
0: that um, I think so. My first year, my dad didn't really understand like what I was crying about. Like he was kind of just like, "I I don't know how to help you there. Like all you have to do is." <laughs> try and understand whatever yeah. it is but because i'm lucky that my mom has like actually been through like even the canadian mm-hmm. system so she yeah. understood like why i was stressed why i have anxiety yeah. why i'm depressed like why am i crying like she understood yeah. that so it was it was very nice to have but i guess sometimes she thinks like i'm stressing for the sake of
1: stressing but she, yeah I think that, that that's a good thing to have as well if you have like, a parent that's been that because then they can understand and maybe even help you with it as well or mm-hmm. like also with a parent that like, doesn't know that it's just like they just think you're just doing the most yeah for no reason because they that's haven't true. been through it themselves and I think and not even just that you know when you have other people around you who mm-hmm. have like other kids like they're they're friends they love to chat or like oh my friend's daughter she did nursing and she's graduated like she like why are you crying if she can't do it then you can do it (laughs) everybody's experience is different and you don't don't know she went through stress because you're not in her house you don't know she cried she probably cried I would cry if I was doing nursing like you don't know so yeah I I think I think I think with that it's like with the gap years and then the actual studying I feel like in culture it's difficult because it's just, it's just believe that you have to do it. And when you do it, you get a job and your, your life is better. But I don't know, I think if you're, if you're somebody who's coming from a cultural family, it's all about just talking and explaining to them because I feel like to. at the end of
0: the
1: day, they can't force you to do the degree. I mean, they obviously they want you to do the degree, but they can't force you. It's just for them to understand your point of view of where you're coming from, then they can be like, okay, if, you, if, if it helps you, then helps you because at the end of the day, they don't want their child to be depressed and kill themselves you know like one of those children that's things. something that
0: i've realized like african parents especially they want you to do something like they they'll have like let's say they really really want you to be a doctor but if it yeah. comes to you having to be a doctor and you being depressed and killing yourself they probably choose you not to be a doctor like
1: yeah because yeah. The about them they don't believe in that type of stuff like legit my mom will be like that's a white people's problem you don't have mental illnesses or anything like that. Oh, family. my mom says that all the time. My mom's right. like, there's no such thing as mental illness in my family. It's not real. So, like, with that, in that case, it's just like they would actually prefer you to do that over that. So, if, if you feel like, oh, I can't, I can't, I have to, I can't take a gap because my mom won't let me, then just talk to her. Because at the end of the day, if you say you're suicidal, they will be like, they'll be like, oh, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: very true that is very true that
1: is very very true that's so true first thing that i i threatened my mom with suicide i would just say that do you want me to be depressed for the rest of my life and then she'd be like "Mm, oh okay okay because for them it's like it's a big thing you know because like they don't want to they don't want to have that responsibility for stopping their child that i think because it's a a pride thing as well with them Mm you know
0: yeah for sure um so is there like especially with like I ask everybody this with the social media and stuff do you ever feel like you're behind or um do you feel pressured to be at a certain place like I know for me sometimes I'm like there are people my age buying houses there are people my age who might even be getting married soon like
1: oh my god buying cars (laughs) I think right now, I think I which is crazy because I, I was saying this the other day, I actually do feel like I'm behind. And not, not in a weird like in terms of like career-wise, I just think I'm behind in like achievements because a lot of people around here, or even the world, the of people I went to school with, high school with, they have children now. They have they have kids. I'm not even joking. Some of them are, are even on the third child. It's like, it's it's become a thing to have a baby, maybe because it's a pandemic, but a lot of people are getting married or they're having babies. And I feel like, oh, like, okay, they're moving out of their parents' house. They have a baby now, they're engaged. Mind you, I'm only 21. I think, yeah, in a sense, I do feel behind because of that. But I had to remember like, I'm only 21. Do you know what I mean? Like, I think 21 is such a weird age because you have people who are doing different things. And then you compare. Early
0: 20s is like that. There are some people who live with their parents, parents. some people who still have curfews, aka mm-hmm.
1: me. Right. Some
0: Ooh. people having kids, some people getting married, some people who are having like six figure careers, some people yeah. are just starting their career.
1: May. I think. I think now it's been so normalized to have, at this age, which I think is so crazy because you think that by now being 30 and getting married and finally settling down to have marriage and kids would be normal because it's more modern it's more than work now but now I feel like if you're 25 to 21 and if you're not having your own business if you're not having a relation not in a relationship you don't have a car you don't you don't have like a, a, a six figures Then you, I think you're not really shining yeah I think I think that's what it has been made to believe now in this day and age. I feel like there's 17 year olds who are creating their businesses to get six figures and like kind of settle down and have kids. I'm thinking when I was 17, I wasn't planning for that. When I was like, literally I wasn't, I was just thinking, oh my God, I'm 17. I'm getting old, that's it. But like now if you're 21 and you don't have a boyfriend and you don't have a, a full-time job or, or a, a little side hustle, nine to five business, you're, you're making your own peas then you're not accomplished which is kind of sad because I, know. Well, I don't know why like, I
0: think there's one definition of um accomplishment now just one definition that's like an unsaid definition but it's there
1: what do you think it's uh, oh what do you think it's the like
0: what you just said I feel like everyone feels like there's just one definition of what success is or
1: Yeah.
0: And it's the whole, like, having your side hustle that's making you a lot of money. You're not working in nine-to-five. You have your career. Oh, I bought my first apartment.
1: That's the thing. A lot of people are buying their first apartments as well now at 21 or even 20. I've seen, like, an 18-year-old recently that I know that just bought her apartment. And I'm just like, how did you afford that? Because I I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how I didn't get that. Like, I'm still living with my mom with a curfew. So how did you get that and right. then when you say that it's kind of like they look at you in a way like oh oh But okay what else are you doing what else are you, are you, do you like do you have a business do you have a side hustle oh do you have a boyfriend do you drive and it's like i'm only 21. <laughs> i need it's like i haven't really figured out my life i think it's good because in a way people are maturing faster but I also think people should be allowed to think and grow and breathe and to just find themselves, Jamie. You know I mean? Because in the end of the day, maybe I have the well, the nine to five job, but at least I have a degree and to fall back on. I where you don't. If this all fails, you don't. At least I'm not picking out babies now and being a baby mama. So I, I look at the good stuff in it rather than oh, I'm not accomplished yet. Mm-hmm. I'm just not there yet it's not my portion now but I'm on the roadmap to mm-hmm. get there that's how you have to look at it I can't be like cause at the end of the day what somebody else wants is not what I want I can't mm-hmm. it's not my competition like I don't compete I'm looking at what I want and that's it if that's not I'm yeah. not there yet I will be there eventually just yeah like, eventually now. for sure just not now like I know
0: it's something like that. that you have to just come to terms with like so- before it used to bother me a lot and actually bothering me as soon as I turned 21 and my birthday isn't even that long ago. Like, and I started thinking like, oh my gosh, like um, I'm so behind. Like, what am I doing? I'm going to graduate next year. What am I going to do during that time off? Like all this stuff. I'm like, I'm supposed to be graduating with a full-time job and getting ready to like get a place and move out and that's just not what's going to happen.
1: <laughs> no. It's funny because we. I feel like we said, okay, yeah, 16, we always thought at 21 would be a full-on job, a car, moving out, in, in, probably even engaged at some point yeah. at that age. And then when you look at it now, sitting at, at that age, you're looking, oh, wow. I'm not, I'm not doing that yet. Mm-hmm. I have a degree, but I'm not there just yet. But... I don't know. I think for me, I think I don't think it's ever really bothered me. I think it's just now recently where I'm seeing a lot of people, even like influencers and celebrities now, because it's become so normalized. I feel like the influencers as well, they've made it like a thing where you have to have a side hustle, you have to have some influencing position, like dreaming. You know I like and it's so annoying because I feel like that's all everybody's trying to aspire to be. It's just to do that. a sad hustle like they're throwing their businesses in my face i'm just like Mm -hmm. okay that's great you bought your first apartment oh great you have a baby now like i don't know i remember because i recently just talked to one girl i went to school with because she has she's pregnant right now with her second child oh my gosh he's 21 and yeah she's i think because i must have said congratulations to her and i used to talk to her before in high school and she was just like oh yeah like she's basically just you know moving out and by herself so she's not with the baby daddy or anything it's two different baby daddies and for me i was like oh well like she's accomplished in the sense that she's getting her apartment and she's had she has kids before she's 30. but then i'm just like i thing i'm thinking, like she didn't go to school she didn't get a degree she she's two baby daddies so You have to look at the context of what is accomplishment because think about what do they actually do and what are you doing? Because some of them didn't do anything. Everybody's path is
0: gonna be different. Yeah. Everybody's path is going so I'm trying to my mom tells me all the time, she's like, stop like looking at what other people are doing and just focus on focus on yourself she always says yeah. like, you're gonna be fine like i know i'm gonna be fine i just wish i had i could see into the future and have that reassurance like yeah, i yeah. really wish i could see the future because i'm so stressed right now
1: yeah so, well, so mean, your, your, your present is necessarily is your future because whatever you're doing in your present is gonna affect your future in it because exactly exactly oh. That's how I've looked at it now. Like, if I'm not doing something right now in this current moment that's gonna benefit me, then it won't benefit my future. It won't benefit my kids in the future or anything like that. I think so, about my future kids a lot. That's I always think, yeah. It's I always so crazy. Think- like, um, that I think I think that's a sign you're growing up when you start to think about the decisions oh, to make. Oh, <laughs> it's That is what I think. I think about like, oh my god, like if I do this, my kids like I think about. How if I oh maybe like if I get a house soon like oh like am I married? Always think about that. And like mm-hmm. that just shows you're growing up because you're you're starting to think about those things. Because about two years ago I would not think about that. I'm like so what? I'm just right. I'm not even like comfortable. I'm still young, but now I'm just like oh, wait, if I do this and this, how will it benefit my myself in the future, my kids in the future, and everything else? Mm-hmm. The other thing about like that, because I know, like, with my, with my mom, she's different. She wants me to plan my life out and to do this thing. Because I don't. With African parents, even aunt, even aunties are like that as well. Even because even my my godmother, she's she's been on my case to grow up. She she thinks that now that I have my degree, my undergrad, I should be gay married at this point. Oh, and I'm like, no. I just I it's it with African parents and, and like getting married i don't i honestly i don't know because i was just like i just finished i'm just 21 she's like yeah but your other friend she's engaged i'm just like i'm just like i don't 21. get i don't get the rush like they want my mom thinks i'm gonna
0: start i'm gonna get married at 25 and start having kids around that same time i honestly for me something that i don't To really see myself with kids for a really, really long time. Getting married is a different thing. Like, that's not really... um, I think... Okay, so, like, even, like, seeing, like, Esme. Even seeing Esme. Esme is so cute. But I think she really um, put out my baby fire. My baby fever. She put it out. She's so cute. I love her so much. But I can't imagine, like, having to take care of a baby every day. Like oh when God. I take care of her for three days, like I love taking care of her because it's so fun. But I'm like, imagine doing this every single day. You don't get you don't get
1: a break. Like that's your kid. But yeah, but it's your kid. But like, you'll be older then because you're still you're still quite young now. I feel like when you have a kid, you
0: and that kid are stuck together for, for life. life. Like for life.
1: as a I think as a mom as well because like with moms you have you have maternity leave, so you're stuck with that child. For, for life, like, so I just feel fun. like,
0: yeah, I just feel like there's just no rush. <laughs> no,
1: I mean, you're, you're still, no, you're still, you're still, you still have time, you know, like you still have time. Like, you're 21, you're not even like 20. I mean, when you're 25, then maybe like start to think about it. Do you know what I mean? Like, I, I
0: think I'll wait till I'm like 28, 29 what? to have the. Plan. Yeah, I only want two or three now. I used to want four, I just want two or three.
1: I, I want, I think I wanted like six before, but now oh. I want four. I, I, I think I want four, but I actually want to, I want to adopt two. So realistically, two biologically, and then two adopted, you know, like the Angelina type. Cause I think about it. I don't want to be pushing out kids. Like, yeah, I don't want to do that
0: anymore. So that's why I'm like no. two or
1: three. I don't want to be pushing out kids. I don't, I mean, if I, if, if I could afford, so from someone else to carry my child for me, then go for it. I'll do that.
0: Like, I'm not in a yeah. rush to have kids. Getting married seems nice.
1: Uh, get, get, uh, I, I already planned my dream wedding. i just, I've yeah. everything. I have my wedding planned oh. out from beginning to end. I just, oh, I love, I just can't wait to, I actually can't wait to get married, but also can't wait to start going to weddings. Like, people might. I know, I want to start going to weddings. Like, bring a bridesmaid. Like, I don't know if you've seen like the Nigerian weddings, like the bridesmaid, the traditional. I just, I can't wait for that. Me too. I'm
0: so excited.
1: I just want that. But right now, I'm single. So, I don't know, I I will be (laughs) waiting. My, my, my wedding looks far away. Because I think for me, realistically, I want to get married by 26. Realistically. I don't want to be 30 years old and popping up. Mm. True. Just, uh, I want
0: to be done having kids 33. And I only want two or three. So mm-hmm. I think it's possible. Because I want 30, them to be yeah. close in age.
1: We, if you start at 30, 29 it's actually possible. Yeah. I, I want my kids to be like, my youngest and oldest to be like 10 years at least apart. Oh, yeah.
0: no. I want my youngest and oldest to be maximum three, four years apart. Really?
1: No. Maximum. Like, ten or eight years. Yeah. Because I feel like... Because well, I imagine, like, when the oldest goes, and then two years after, the the, mid- the youngest one is going to go, like, no, I want to have a baby with me until, like, i I do, too, but
0: <laughs> I want them to be close in age. I think it's it's important because... I feel like I was just the le- kid left out.
1: <laughs> okay. So, like, the bond everyone else is so close in age, and then I was just there. Okay. The, the bond. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, okay, you're just having two, so you might as well, two or three, you might as well just have them all together.
0: Close in age. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Or maybe but I'll do the first two close, and then the last one will just one, be my
1: baby. Yeah. be the baby.
0: Yeah, maybe.
1: That's a good one. Yeah. You might you might have kids soon though because you you you're beat up right now. But, <laughs> yeah, uh,
0: I don't see myself with kids for a while.
1: Oh,
0: not for a really long time. So that goes to say, where do you so where did you see yourself five years ago, and where do you see yourself five years from now?
1: So five years ago, where did I see myself? Five years ago, I was oh my god, I was sixteen. <laughs> oh my god, I probably would have saw myself. As a midwife, in a relationship, probably moved out of home, probably not even in England, actually. I probably would have been like in somewhere like in Europe or even maybe America. That was always the plan, but obviously it didn't go to plan. Everything changed. I grew up, I changed. Um, five years from now, oh, I'll be 26. Oh my God. Maybe. A speech and language therapist who is independently on her own. Maybe paying a mortgage with, hopefully I'd be married by then with a husband. And yeah, That's beautiful. you know, I'm, I'm saying this now, but I don't believe it. I'm just saying it for thick of saying it. But something along those lines, yeah. hopefully for sure, a speech and language therapist moved out of home, own house, you know,
0: yeah i think for me five years ago i probably thought that five years like now i would have been preparing to go to med school i would have been like Mm -hmm. a pediatrician that's what i thought i thought i thought i'd be living in an apartment now i always thought i would have a boyfriend now so i guess like
1: yeah
0: that worked um i thought i would have a car (laughs) <laughs>
1: oh my i don't God. have a car i thought i would have my license as well actually i still don't have my license yeah. and i also
0: thought surprisingly i also thought that i was going to be a singer a okay. singer or a model so those are the two mm-hmm. other things i thought i'd be doing right now too and i don't know um five years from now i think so i think i'll probably be I'm going to say a physician's associate. I want to work at Sick Kids. Claim that. I should be moved out. I should, should not be yeah. at home. Should be. I should 100% be not at home. Um, I should have my own car. I would yeah. like 100%, I would like to be married, but I wouldn't want kids. And I think I'll be living, I'll still be living.
1: I think, yeah, that's, I think, I'd, same, same. I think I'll still be in London, actually. I, I, I want to go out five years from now, but I think I'll be in London. It's not in London, somewhere in the UK.
0: I hope Just... that five years from now, I've a travel to at least like, I want to say yeah. that I've been to America. So my twenty oh fifth birthday is yes, going to be travel. in Las Vegas. Yes, I my 25th birthday is going to be in Las Vegas. You can come. Or my- Las Vegas? Yeah, or Miami. Or my 23rd birthday will be in Vegas. I don't know yet. But I want to travel more. Yeah, I have, to have, been. I have been to Dubai before I turned 26. So,
1: oh, yes, that's what I'm, I, I literally have a bucket list of all the places I have to go to. I have to at least travel to half of them before I'm 26, before I'm 25. Yeah. I have to. Honestly, Dubai, Dubai, like then like, like Rose said, I've suffered for 18, 19 years. Yes, I prefer to shake my ass on a yacht. <laughs> in dubai a hundred
0: percent i agree i agree i've suffered for a really long time Mm -hmm. i think there's no excuse at that point if we're done grad school like well
1: there's no reason why i should not be in dubai in a phone shook my ass there's no
0: reason
1: there's no reason there's no reason
0: there's no reason so yeah that's where i see myself and that's where you see yourself yeah. Um, and then I guess like some things that we've learned from being stuck at home this entire time, we were just talking about in terms of like friends and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're also looking to make genuine friendships these next yeah. few years, genuine friendships, friendships. That, that we can mature with.
1: With, yeah. Like, like, you know, have you seen like Kim Kardashian and her friends and Khloe Kardashian? The Kardashian, I love how all their friends and their kids are so tight in the relationship like that is what I want. I want someone that I can mature with, someone that I can have my kids might they have kids, my kids can be friends with their kids and it can go on and their baby showers, all that like someone I can call and have a girl's night or mom's night out. You someone know I mean? that like,
0: I can trust. Like I know like friends are not um they're not obligated to do anything for you yeah. or anything. But someone that I can see as a sister like that's what I'm looking for.
1: Yeah. Someone, someone that's like gonna be family. there
0: long term. Someone that's gonna be at my wedding, baby shower, oh, yeah. my twentieth and wedding
1: anniversary. Yeah. Like, yeah. you need be to be with your vows. My... Like, yeah. when, my, when my kids have their their children, that's what I want. I want someone that can be there as well. Like, I think that's what you need as you go older. Yeah, you know, I don't want sure. someone who's just here to like compete for with a good people, time or for just a good time or just to be petty and all that no right? I want like, um
0: even someone that I can like just have a genuine conversation with like when I feel down about something I have someone to go to about that yeah like, I think that's what I'm looking for for these next five years obviously it's hard to make friendships now because everybody kind of has their friends now
1: their friend, and yeah
0: everybody's focused on other things like I'm focused on things now like I don't really have time to be sitting down on FaceTime yeah. all day yeah. And yeah
1: I don't have time for I- that I think I think making friends in the sense of like at twenty one it's harder because like you said, some people already have their friends, their friendships already and they're not open to making new friends. But I also think at twenty one it's easier in a sense because if you are to make new friends, you don't have to you won't you won't be doing the most. Like because obviously, when you're younger, you want to go out with them a lot. You want to go out to hear our FaceTime all the time. But I think as you're maturer now, it's more just, oh, here's my number, here's my Instagram. We can just be texting and build a relationship from there. And maybe we can go for a quick chat, like a wine chat. You yeah, know, it's. I think now it's easier in the sense to make friends faster. Mm-hmm. But obviously, you want to make it for long term. You don't want to just be like a quick friendship or, or just yeah. a work or a university friend like no i want my actual friend, I, friend want,
0: I want genuine friendships or like not people that are gonna like be shady backstabby <laughs> like i'm not looking for that any anymore i i don't no. want that anymore no snake Bad behavior stuff, no more snake behavior like i just want a
1: genuine raw I just want genuine trust just trust loyalty, and adventure that's it Lahar, that's one. No, loyalty in. and adventure. Yes, add adventure in there. If, if, I, if I text you at five a.m., probably won't. But I do say, hey, I'll go on holiday in four weeks' time. Let's go here. I'll be like, yes, I'm down there. to go. Just t- give me the address. Send me the location. We're there. That's what I want. That's what I want to. I, really, I don't, really want that. Well, I don't want anyone saying, uh, I don't know if I could. Um, let me just. Oh, wait no I can't no no no
0: <laughs> it's because you and I were cousins yeah. but when we lived together we were very very close
1: yeah when we lived together it was like we're like basically twins we actually basically were twins, twins. we we're basically twins but like now I feel like if we were living together I feel like we still would be close I feel like if I, I wasn't kind we so. were here I think we'd still be so close
0: I know because like, it's family. Family is something that you just like. Is it's always like, there.
1: Hi, like, yeah. It's like it never goes away. That's the thing. Yeah. I wish. I wish all. I wish all our cousins were all close. I, I wish. I, I always say that
0: to my mom. Like I wish that we all had. We had cousins that we all lived in the same country. The first yeah. Time. That's I would I honestly think like even if you were living here, I wouldn't even care if I had friends or not.
1: Wait, I'm, like, I'm just trying to go to Auntie's house for a quick thing and then be back home, yeah? Right. Like, I would not like, care. Like you wouldn't even have to come home. You could just sleep there. Like I'm sleeping over there. Do you know what I mean? Like that's one that one thing I wish. because, like now it's like we're in different countries in different time zones. Although the time zones is like, not that big. You just sometimes it's like, oh do you know what I mean like yeah. Yeah,
0: I know, but that's what we're looking for now. And to close it off, do you have any words of advice for the listeners based off of anything that you've learned? Any, Just anything.
1: Oh, what advice would I give? I think be yourself first. Focus on you because no one else is going to care about you or take your priorities in first be selfish focus on you and love you first that's what i can say that's, not much no that's good
0: that's no but I it's heard. good advice that's very true focus on you be be selfish
1: it's something selfish. that i've learned yeah it's, it's it's a it's a harsh thing to say but you have to focus on you have to put yourself first because end of the day no one's going to be focusing on you even if they love you you're not their priority you have to be your own priority
0: absolutely this is just a regular um girl chat for me and ivy but i hope you guys really really liked it i'm gonna add her instagram down below thank you so much again guys for listening um we upload every other thursday 7 p.m so make sure to check that out for new content if you want to be featured then you can also message me on instagram